Ah, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to start every week singing. That works. So this is what happened, you guys. Eric and I were eating dinner, having a really great conversation. And I was like, this would be such a good podcast. Why are we wasting this? Also, I'm tipsy because I got the best bottle of wine from my favorite wine shop. And I was like, let's just bust out the phone and do our potty. What's your favorite wine shop? It's called Platinum Wine Lounge in Rockland. It is amazing. They have great atmosphere, great wine. They're a family-owned small business, and I just love that place. I went last night, took myself on a date because if I didn't go out, I might have drop-kicked the baby. <laughs> just kidding. Well, maybe. And I just needed a night out. COVID, being a new mom is hard enough. Being, like, stuck in, a, this, in like, a single-wide just room with a baby I, I was going crazy. So And having no breaks, no family, like there's no breaks, not a whole lot we can do. No right one now. can come over. We can't go anywhere. It was rough. So I left and I took myself to the wine lounge, got myself a little tasting flight of three really good white wines. They have different flights you can make your own. It was so fun and there was no one there. There was maybe like five other people, but they were on the complete other side of the whole like restaurant. So I had like 50 feet to myself and I felt very safe and secure and I had some wine and it was amazing. And I told the guy, because I love this place and I want to support them, I was like, pick out any bottle of wine that you love that you think I'm going to like and I'll buy it. And so he picked one out and that's what we're drinking right now. It's really good. I'm surprised with how much I like it. That's pretty good. What kind of wine is it? Oh, I don't know. Um, you got to do the full spiel. Come on. Amador Cellars. 2018 Sauvignon Blanc. And it's got a, it looks like a white painted barn on the front. It's really good. He said that it was a members only wine for their wine club, but he had two bottles left over and I got one. It's really yummy. So that's kind of weird for you because you've always been a Chardonnay person. Always. Like a super buttery, rich Chardonnay. Like and I would sell my soul for Chardonnay. And you don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. Your soul is for sale again. I know. <laughs> Pregnancy, I've heard that it changes your taste buds, and it really does. I used to love buttery Chardonnays, and now I'm over it. Um, now I just love the really tart, fresh white wines, which I hated before. So it's it's interesting. Pregnancy definitely changes your taste. It does. But I had a little nice buzz go on. I just had like a double-decker burger that Eric made. It was so good, and I was like, let's talk shop well we're just kind of chilling and talking about some adventures that we've been on and a wedding adventure and <laughs> then that turned into a flying adventure and then it turned into just some crazy stories and as we're sitting here we're like why the hell are we not doing a podcast right now we're just we've probably talked for 20 30 minutes of just yeah non-stop back and forth which i told is... him my nightmare trip i hate flying you guys it stresses me out so much i get crazy anxiety i have to pop like five xanax and um i uh, sorry the dogs are just chowing they decided to chow right now on the podcast um the trip from hell I had to, honestly, the last couple of flights I've taken have been really terrible. So I was just telling him about like where my fear came from when I was stuck on a flight that had light, like we flew through a lightning storm um, and it was absolute chaos. It was so crazy. You could hear the electricity buzzing down the side panels of the plane and that sounds so cool. And like everything would go, it would be really dark because it was at night and then all of a sudden it'd be super bright. Like we were in what's crazy about flying is you're in a cloud you're not above or below the clouds like you're you're in the weather and so if there's a storm you know you're kind of in it so that was really stressful i was telling him about how crazy it was 
And uh, yeah, if you guys hate flying too, you'll have to let me know what you did to get over it. Because honestly, at this point, I just pop some Xanax because I can't deal. Which is fine. I mean, if it There's gets me there, if it gets me there, I'd rather be like sleepy. Yeah, totally. I mean, it worked when we went to Nashville. Oh my God, I was popping Xanax like they were candy. And I remember looking at you and being like, why isn't it working? Why aren't they working? And I would take another one. Oh, that was a rough trip too. We had crazy turbulence. Like I've never felt turbulence like that in my life. I'd always heard that turbulence on planes is a thing, obviously. And I'd have like light bumps on planes before. And I'd be like, oh, I experienced turbulence. No. No, you don't experience turbulence until your head hits the roof of the plane because you're bouncing so hard. While wearing a seatbelt. Oh my God. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I've been on a million and flights And you feel too. so stuck. Where are you going to go? Where am I going to go? Where can I escape? The only other place I can go other than my seat is the bathroom. I can't get off the plane. I can't See, walk off. That, I can't get, I can't like crack the window for some fresh air because I'm having a panic attack. That's the issue. We need to fly international oh, because when you're doing that, you can go to the bathroom, your seat, and some of them have a bar in the middle of the plane. International is my nightmare. I accidentally got on an international plane one time when we were going to Florida. And well, not accidentally, Wait, not accidentally, what? but, but How did the, TSA allow this? the plane was supposed, not supposed to do that trip. So it was like from here to Florida and it was like going to Australia or something after that. So they just needed the plane there, but it was a double decker plane. There was like a staircase in the middle. There was a bar upstairs, a bar downstairs. I was only 10, but like you could walk around and Wait, there was like so this huge lobby. Florida? Mm-hmm. But they, but then they were going to like Australia. Yeah. So it was a bigger plane. Yeah. So they were just flying that plane from California to Florida and then Florida to wherever the hell it went. Oh my gosh. But it was cool. It made me want to do some international trips, which I have not done. I don't know, babe. I get anxious just flying to San Diego, which is an hour away. If you had a bar, it would be okay though. I've heard that drinking in a plane makes you feel super sick because you're dehydrated from the altitude. I can't do it. I hate it. Yeah. I don't think I would like that. I think I would stick with Xanax. No, it gives me a headache like instantly, but I have friends that do it all the time. We'll figure it out. I think that we should start with a small flight, like San Diego, or maybe Arizona, or Oregon. Somewhere close. All of those sound amazing. Somewhere where you don't have to go over the Rockies, because that shit is crazy. There's so much turbulence when you go over big mountains like that. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Canada. I've always wanted to go to Canada. I have too. We can hang out with Canada. If I lived anywhere other than California, Sacramento, California... I would live, and I've never really wanted to leave. I don't really have a desire to leave California, but if for some reason I had to, it would be Canada or Nashville, 100%. 100% Nashville. Nashville is so much fun. It was so fun. And it's beautiful. Like, there's so much great open land. It's the perfect mix of, like, southern vibes, southern hospitality, southern alcohol, southern charm, but really nice and still, Mm -hmm. like, classy in the country vibe. There's still hills. The country vibe is nice. There's, like, I hate, I hate, like, plateaus. So, like, Mm -hmm. I hated Texas because everything is flat. There is not a hill in sight for miles and miles and miles. I hate that. I grew up in, like, the the foothills of, like, by Lake Tahoe. And so I just love hills and climate and atmosphere. And so I just could not deal with the flatness. So I really love Nashville. Not only was it country, like, oriented, not only do they love alcohol, not only is it southern and charming, but there's hills and beautiful trees and it's all green. It's so 
beautiful. I hated the flight there, but I love the city. So if we ever had to, okay, I lied. If we ever had to live anywhere else, it'd be San Diego. No, it'd be Nashville. What? San Diego, you could still drive to see family. San Diego's cool to visit, but a lot of people that I've talked to that have lived there said that there's a lot of not so great areas and you just kind of get over there. I love San Diego. It has such a special place in my heart because we went there for our honeymoon and I had never been there. We needed something that would be kind of affordable because we were like newlyweds who were still in college and his uncle was so sweet and for our um, wedding gift, he had like all these reward points and got us a really really nice bungalow room at this really nice hotel on the beach in san diego and it was so beautiful i remember being so surprised with how homey i felt in san diego when i travel normally i feel very out of my element kind of ready to go home at the end and just feel awkward like you're just trying to learn the landscape awkward. i felt like <laughs> i felt like as soon as we landed in san diego i was home like i just loved exploring i loved all the taco places i loved the beaches i loved the people the beachy atmosphere oh i just love it remember we had that guy who is supposedly famous on youtube or something that says like hugs for jesus ew what you don't remember that oh the hu- the free hugs yeah yeah Hugs. And he like came up and gave us a hug and you're like, oh yeah, this guy's famous. I had no clue who he was, but that was cool. I don't remember that at all. Uh, what I do remember about our San Diego trip, it was our honeymoon and we got off the plane and what was so cool, we kept telling people it was our honeymoon and we got handed free, free champagne everywhere we went. Yep. So the airline, um, Southwest gave us a bottle of champagne when they found out that it was our honeymoon. The mm-hmm. hotel gave us a bottle of champagne. The second hotel gave us a bottle of champagne. We yeah. ended up with three bottles of champagne, but you can't fly champagne home. And we don't even like champagne. That we much. don't even like, like bubbly wine. If they would have given me a nice cab, that would have been I great. I know, but you can't even like, we couldn't put it in our suitcase and have it explode everywhere. So we were kind of like, well, fuck, we need to like drink all of this champagne in the next five days. So we went hard. Yeah. One night we got room service and had chips and like 20 different types of salsa. Yeah. And drank as much champagne as we could, which I think we only got through a bottle and a half. Yeah. Okay, what I was going to say, one thing I remember that was really funny about our honeymoon is we got off the plane and we were boarding the little bus that takes you to your rental car place. And this guy, this random person, I, I hear someone yelling, like running and yelling. And I was like, that's weird. And he, we're on this little, like the little transporter buses. So we're on the transporter bus and this guy that's yelling and running is coming at our bus. And I was like, what's going on? This guy runs into our bus and he goes, are you, what's his name? Andy Perino. No, 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 no. The guy from the San Francisco. Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt. Eric looks just like Brandon Belt. And I'm like five foot eight. Brandon Belt's like six foot Okay, but he looks, Eric seriously looks just like Brandon Belt. But this guy comes on the bus. He's like, dude, Brandon Belt, can I get your autograph? And Eric was like, I'm not Brandon Belt. And I was like, what just happened? It was really, he like chased us down, ran onto our bus as we're sitting down. Yeah, it was was really funny. Really? You should have just signed it for him. You should be like, yeah, let me sign your boob. <laughs> I should have signed my name. Lift up your shirt. No, that was awesome. And then I, because I don't know sports, and I Googled a picture of this guy, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys actually do like, like do look totally like twins. You just blew your vape pen right in my face. Do you want to tell the listeners? It smells like strawberry kiwi. What you're, uh, what you're vaping? So we have invested in CBD. Mm-hmm. And it helps take the edge off, and it just something nice i like the act of smoking but i don't like tobacco or well i do i think that's the issue is 
But I don't want to always smoke a cigar and just smell like crap. And... Can I see your phone for a second? Sorry, go ahead. We have a guest arriving shortly, and I need to tell him not to ring the doorbell. Um, oh, go ahead. So, yeah, I just, I love the act of smoking something, um, but... And I wanted little... him to give up cigars because with the baby, cigars make your breath smell, they make your clothes smell. He doesn't smoke cigarettes, but he likes an occasional cigar, and I was like... Um, Maybe once a month or something, I was you know? like, no, <clears throat> I don't want the baby to smell it. So, I got these little CBD vape pens, and it's pretty cool because it just kind of takes the edge off, and they're, like, good for you. It's the good part of weed. Yeah, I agree. How have you liked it? It's been good. So, I got this, it's a strawberry kiwi, it's a little disposable cartridge, so you just kind of suck, and it's like suck clean, on it right? Until, the yeah. only thing in there is the CBD. It's not like yeah, a totally, cigarette. totally. So it's a, a healthier version. Yeah. Of smoking, I guess they say vaping isn't good for you in the long run, but it's not like I suck on this thing all day every day. It's just yeah, a, it's just know, occasional. Occasion. I do love CBD. They have it in so many different forms now because it's so popular. I think people realize what a gold mine it is. It helps with anxiety. It helps with sleep. It helps with focus. It's like the best. I like the drops that you put under your tongue. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're a little more potent and they start working like quickly well and just with the way covid and everything is going right now like it's an it's an an all-time high like we're in our house we both work from home we have the baby home like there's not really a lot of an escape yeah totally something to just get you out of your own head a little bit yeah and let you relax is huge the anxiety is high with covid and i'm sure like everyone listening understands that um, and so CBD is such a great way to like chill out, but not be, not feel high or, or feel like mm-hmm. altered in any way. Um, I'm really tempted to try this one though. It's a mix where it's like half CD, half CBD, half THC. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that would react or like what it would be like. So it's something I might explore. I don't know. You should. Tamra, the real housewife does it. Oh, there we go. Tamra That's from a role the, model I should Tamra follow. from the OC. <laughs> she loves it. She has her own CBD company, and she takes it. That's cool. Yeah. And if that white, rich woman who has a million Instagram followers takes it, you can too. Ooh, maybe we can get to a million Instagram followers one day. That would be cool. And then fly to Nashville. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so I was saying, I okay, so this is my order. If I was going to live anywhere other than here, it would be number one San Diego, because we could still see family easily and sit by the beach, and I love it. And they have great tacos. Number two, Nashville. Number three, Canada. Because they're also nice and also poutine. Yum. What are yours? Probably Tennessee would be number one. Uh-huh. Uh, Georgia was pretty cool. What? Yeah. When did you go to Georgia? Um, like, I've been there, too. I was like 16. I went there when I was 16. We were about... Well, you're younger than me, so it's a different year. But uh, <laughs> um, we are about, I don't know, an hour out of Atlanta. Um, but it was cool. It's just, it's very tropical feeling. There's a lot of greenery everywhere. Tropical feeling, aka humid AF. Well, there's humid, yes, but there's just a lot of greenery and trees and all that. And that's then, something that's crazy about this house. So we live in California, and I feel like honestly, ninety seven percent of my life has been a drought. Third would be Oregon. Third would be Oregon. Okay, I feel like California. There's always a drought, or it's just dry. It's so dry. When I talk to people who don't live in California, they cannot believe. Because people who live in the South, even the Midwest, they get rain, like, regularly. They get those, like, summer rainstorms where there's thunder and stuff, like, the warm rain. We don't get crap. We live outside of Sacramento, and it literally won't rain from May until October. So, like, six months. Not once. Maybe the occasional, like, we'll get one lightning storm. 
but seriously it's six months without water and so obviously everything's dead and dry like i grew up in el dorado hills that literally means hills of gold that was just a nice way of saying everything is dead and dry here don't move here <laughs> and so one thing i loved about the south too like you said about georgia or tennessee everything is like lush and green the trees the grass the bushes year and round year round and no one has sprinklers mm -hmm. that was that's crazy. crazy to me or fences that's the weird thing no one no has fences, fences. The, the houses are just like next to each other with open lawns it's so weird i know i thought that was so weird too and peanut would be gone he would be gone but no one has sprinklers there's literally no need for it or little dogs apparently <laughs> i know that's crazy wait so why would third be oregon because it's close to california um, it's close to California. They have good breweries. It's like a, they have that, yes, but it's like a blend between California and Washington. So you don't quite always have that rain, but you get enough rain. Yeah. And then it's not as dry as California, but, and then you have the beaches still. Like yeah. Beaches are nice, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. They do it's have It's a good beaches. middle ground. They do have beaches. And it's not as cold and rainy as Washington. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? It's like still cold and rainy, but not as bad. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I, I would love to have a little bit more rain than we have here. I think it's an interesting thought because we have some, we have had a lot of friends recently who I feel like have moved away. They, Everybody hates California. Everyone wants to get out of California. Yep. We had friends who just moved to Texas mm -hmm. and we have friends who are moving to Florida. Yep. We and, have friends that moved to Idaho. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just like, where would we go if we left here? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, I would never really want to leave California. That's why I say San Diego. But if I had to leave, it would, I think it would be Tennessee. Me too. I think that would definitely be number one. And we had such a great experience, and it just felt homey. Yeah. The, like, maybe it's just the area we were. We were, what, 10 miles out of Nashville? Yeah. But all the neighborhoods we drove it through, like, so we welcoming. actually explored a little bit. Like, everything was nice, and yeah. the people were nice. The The um, environment felt right. Yeah. It was really nice. I agree. And country I music. I concur. I concur with you. Cheers, babe. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Um, do you want to talk about highs and lows this week? Yes. What is your high? Um, probably last night, my moment of freedom. I handed Eric the baby and said, I fed her. She's all yours. And it was really fun. I took myself on that little wine date and then I decided to go grocery shopping at my favorite store ever, Nugget Market. It's expensive. It's kind of like Whole Foods, but they have the best stuff. And I don't normally go there. My grocery orders normally through Walmart Grocery. They're cheaper and they're right by our house and it's just easy. But I feel like Walmart has a lot of like ingredients. You know, I'll buy milk and celery and onions and beef. But Nugget has like good food and like exciting things. It's unique. They have fun stuff. They have gluten-free yeah. stuff, dairy-free stuff. So like... I mean, going there with a little bit of a buzz, that was the highlight of my week. I was alone. <laughs> no one was on my boob. Eric and the baby. <laughs> it was really fun. I got, what did I get? You got pub cheese. You I got, got pub cheese for you. I got so much stuff for you because I know it would make you happy. Chipotle cheese, chipotle turkey, chipotle Ooh, I got the sauce. best chipotle turkey from Boar's Head. I got their famous Thai salad dressing that's always sold out, but yeah. they had a bottle for me. I got some new... Just for you. Just for me. I got some new breakfast foods. It was really great. I felt like I was really living, and I wore my mask the whole time. There was no one there because it was at night on a Tuesday. I sanitized everything. I felt really safe about it, and honestly, like, babe, I haven't been out of the house in like three weeks we decided to like go on full down quarantine lockdown when everything was getting worse in california mm -hmm. we haven't seen family or and anything. we haven't even like been out of the house and so oh it was so nice 
Yep. And honestly, I think that that like little boost of last night is what gave me the energy this morning to run a 5K with the baby. That's good. I felt like, because when I left last night, I was feeling really down, super depressed, just so stuck at home. Really just like, oh my God, is my only purpose in life to feed this child and try to stop her from crying and live in this bedroom for the rest of my life. I'm going to die here. Like I was just feeling so trapped, Mm -hmm. not just physically trapped in the house, but you start to feel like mentally trapped. Yep. Just like psychologically trapped as a person. And especially when like she's feeding and it, I just needed, I needed out. Even without caring for the baby nonstop, just being quarantined gives you that feeling. Yeah, so last night was probably my my high, and then my second high would be running today. You guys, we have been doing the 100-mile challenge. I'm so impressed with us. I honestly thought we'd just get tired and stop, but we are almost halfway through. We are at almost 50 miles, and Eric has been such a champ. I've been PMSing, so he's been, like, carrying us every day, getting our three miles for us, and so today I felt bad, and I was like, I need a... I need to carry my weight. So I went out with the baby. I bundled her up because it's December and um, I just made it happen. I was like, hopefully she'll fall asleep. My goal was to only do two miles because then you'd only have to do one. But I felt so good at two miles. I was listening to like my new workout playlist that I just went three. Perfect. Well, I appreciate the break. Yeah. Because I didn't have to do anything today. Yeah, I know. And you got a break because you were super tired today. So I feel like it was the perfect mix. And then you made me dinner. What a freaking champ you are. And poured me wine. Double-decker burgers. Well, I poured my wine. But still, (laughs) so sweet. It was such a good day. I feel like I haven't wanted to work out lately. I've felt really, not just PMSing, but like I said, trapped emotionally, mentally. It really, like, zaps your motivation. It's like, why clean the house when I'm just going to be here and there's no purpose to any of it? Like, it just puts you in such a weird headspace. And so... Well, I think things will get a little bit easier. Um, I was just proud of myself for getting out, though, and for doing it. And it made me feel so accomplished for the rest of the day. Yeah. I think we'll feel a little bit less trapped in the upcoming weeks because Thanksgiving was two weeks ago now. Two weeks ago tomorrow. And we really wanted to leave a little bit of a buffer. Um, the main people that are for, that are in our bubble are our parents. Yeah. And we wanted to have a 10-day window because both sides both had people. people out of town or just family that you don't necessarily see all the time and not that anybody's bad or we don't trust anybody but there's people that aren't necessarily in our bubble so we decided to distance for 10 days and now that 10 days has passed yay so we get to see your parents this weekend we get to see my mom and go celebrate her 60th birthday which is amazing sorry sorry if you didn't want to share your age mom but it's on the podcast now (laughs) just having our parents is so exciting having them in our bubble because for the last couple weeks it was literally just us we decided not to our parents like you said because of thanksgiving and, and the issues surrounding that and so i'm just so grateful that we get to see them again and and most of all not just for our mental health but that they can see olivia because she grows so much every day mm-hmm. and they love her just as much as we do you know it's not like it's just friends like it's her grandparents they're obsessed with her just as much as we are and I want them to be able to see that she's, you know, babbling now and she's following you with her eyes and she's kicking a lot more and she's just yep. like so much more present and I want them to be a part of every stage. And so it's really hard feeling like you have to cut people out. Yeah, definitely. So I think our bubble will stay with our parental figures for a little bit and then we'll see what this thing does. I really hope that the fact that the vaccine coming out 
reduces the numbers. I mean, I'm not yeah. planning on getting it, but, you know, if the other yeah. 90% of the world does, then hopefully it'll work. Yeah, totally. Unfortunately, I feel like COVID being a possibility is going to be a thing for years, you know? I feel like even in the next year or two, when you get a cold, you'll be like, do I have a cold or do I have COVID? It'll be less likely as people get vaccinated, but it's still going to be a possibility. And so that's... Yeah. That's pretty pretty stupid. What's your high for the week? My high is Christmas lights. Oh my gosh. I get so much joy out of decorating the house. And I remember being a kid, my dad would go crazy. He, yep. for you Thanksgiving, Halloween, like everything, we handmade one year. You're turning into like him. Like 40 gravestones. We made a bunch of uh, candy canes. He bought like angels. So cute. He had this one thing where it was like six elves pushing Santa up onto the roof. Like So cute. He used to go crazy. And so it's really driven me. And I, It's been kind of your quarantine activity. I feel has. like it's the thing that gives you like sanity and gives you something to work towards. Because you have been full on Christmas elf. Since October. Yeah. <laughs> like he literally made his own light display for our front yard. He yep. like made homemade candy canes. We have candy canes now. He made like a Christmas light path. He made homemade like Christmas trees out of out of just lights. Yep. Little like triangle trees for the front yard. And our entire roof is lined with lights. Like we are getting it this year. Yeah. We have the best house on the block by far. I feel like we made the neighbors feel bad about themselves because when you started doing stuff, then they started putting up, like, little things. Mm -hmm. Like, one of those, like, throw lights on top of the bush. They did that. Yep. I'm excited, though. It's expensive to do all that shit, so being able to buy a little bit year by year. We've been yeah. here three years now, and we've stocked up a little bit each year, and it keeps getting more and more and more, so... Yeah by the time next year comes around those after christmas sales are yeah. where it's at on the lights yeah we should do that this year it just makes me happy that it makes you happy it's really hard with covid to feel passionate about anything it's so easy to just sit in your room all day and be like nothing matters and to just watch tv like mm -hmm. it's too easy to do that and so i'm just excited for you that you have a passion you have something that's getting you outside you're being super creative and like making things just from your own mind and it looks really cute. So even if we do look like the North Pole, I love that you are feeling passionate about it. Um, you can see our house from space if you go on Google Earth. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. But guys, he has two more weeks, so let's not underestimate him. And more lights. <laughs> um, what was your low from the week? Just feeling stuck. Yeah. Feeling kind of bored. It's hard to get motivated to do anything especially working from home when you are here all the time yeah. you wake up you work you're stuck at home you go to sleep you work you're stuck at home you go to sleep like it's uh -huh. it's just a cycle where it's like i don't know it just doesn't feel it's like work's cool when you get to go out and talk to people or if i go to work and i see yeah. my coworkers, but like when you're just in a room by yourself you know pushing yeah. buttons it's hard to stay motivated for it Totally. I agree. I think my low would be a couple nights ago. Olivia would not go to sleep and I was so over it. It was Monday and I'd had all day with her while Eric was at work and it was kind of a rougher day where she didn't want to nap for very long. She'd nap for maybe 20 minutes instead of an hour and then she'd be awake again and it was just exhausting. It was a tiring day. And so Monday night I was kind of like, hey, maybe, you know, Eric, you can hang out with the baby and put her to bed for me and I'll just, you know, hang out. But she didn't want to be put down to bed. I had to be there to help feed her and comfort her. And she ended up just being 
fussy and crying and angry until like 10 p.m. And she normally goes to bed at like 7. I was so exhausted. And so finally, like, she had really bad gas, like stomach gas. Oh, my gosh. So we had to, like, help her alleviate her gas. How would we do that? (laughs) There's this, okay, this is our last resort. We've only done it twice. She's almost three months old. We've only had to do it twice. It is a last resort because it is the most awkward thing that you could possibly do to a child. You've done it once and I've done it once. Oh, my God. So there's this little tool that they make for babies, and it's called a windy pipe. And it looks like a little tube. with Kind of like a straw. Yeah. Like a short it's straw. It's like a tube with like a little like nub on the end. And basically what you have to do is you have to put the little one-inch nub in your baby's butthole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You put some coconut oil on it first. Come on. Well, you I mean, yeah, in. you loop it up, and then you shove it in their butthole, and it's the most Softly, awkward. Softly, gently. It is the most awkward thing that you could do to your baby, and it's so it's funny. Pretty awkward. Every time we do it, this is way TMI, but every time we do it, she, like, tries to pucker her cheeks and pucker <laughs> her little butt, and she's like, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but this is a legit thing. You can find it on Amazon. Don't don't judge us. It's a miracle worker um, if they're really gassy and nothing else has worked. So, like, she just could not be soothed. She could not be comforted. Nothing was working. So, we're like, let's give the windy pipe a try. And what's so crazy about it, they call it a windy pipe because so it lets their gas out. But it literally whistles. It whistles. And you can hear when the gas comes out a whistle in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> it's the craziest thing and so i was like you know what at this point it's 10 p.m i'm exhausted i'm so over it let's just give it a try so the first time we did it about a month ago it was just a little like a, a little a little wind. squeak a nothing little big and, but, she, and it, it helped her yeah. she went to bed right after yep um this so this one time was a little more aggressive we got that little squeak at the beginning and then it just kept coming and it, boom, it just kept boom, going boom, boom, boom. And, and then, then the poop started coming right through the tube they tell you to have a diaper handy because it can get messy and oh were they right oh were they right and so poop's this just like t- dripping out of this little tube and then she keeps <laughs> farting as she's pooping and it was just the funniest <laughs> shit ever and then julia looks at me and goes oh my god she has diarrhea do you think she has covid and I said, no, she's a baby. She has diarrhea all the freaking time. Babies who are breastfed don't have solid poops, but it's just alarming to see it dripping out of a tube. So it's just such, it's, no one tells you these things about becoming a parent. Hey, you're going to be giving up your wine nights for self um, relieving your child. So one person has to put the tube in her butt and the other person has to rub her belly. You like rub their stomach so the gas gets pushed out and it totally worked. She fell asleep right after. Yep. She was, and she was so happy. Do you remember? Yep. As soon as it started coming out, the farts, she was smiling and giggling, giggling and at us. She was like, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. She felt so good and it was so funny. She loves it. But, oh man, is that awkward. Also, like, I have to pick her nose for her. She's too little to get boogers out. It's just like, it's full on. Full on mommy mode. Full on. Well, uh, cool. Good stuff. Anyways, that's our story. Thanks for the wine. We're sticking to it. Thanks for the date. I'm glad that we have settled where we're going to go if California goes down in flames. 
it might actually go down in flames. I know. COVID flames. It's a real possibility at this point. Um, we are so excited that you guys are here. Make sure that you subscribe and go like our Instagram at Griffin Unfiltered Podcast. And we would love to be friends with you and say hi to you. And we will uh, see you again next week. Have a good week. Bye.